friends, thank you, thank you, thank you for being with me again. This is La Sirena Magdalena welcoming you to Jazz Ready. You got to be ready for the be here now so you can be here tomorrow. Now, of course, that's an optimistic way of looking at things because we all know that tomorrow is not promised to any of us. So I suppose the task at hand is to be in the be here now. Be here, be here, be in the be, in the be, in the be for when the time to do, to do, to do, 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 to do, 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 when the time to do comes and the time will come when we have to do. But in the meantime, accept where you are, embrace where you are, sit with it, be with it. Don't judge yourself about it. And if you need help, reach out and ask for it. If you can't be alone, don't be. Give a phone call. Give an email. Do a text. Exchange connection. Do some ESP. Do some prayer, some meditation. Listen to music. Dance by yourself if you have to. Whatever it is you got to do so that you can be here now. Because I personally, I want you here tomorrow. So today, I've been thinking about the existential nature of the child mind. You know, when I was a little kid, I used to think about really deep stuff. I went to Dr. Luis Marente's class today at uh, the University of Massachusetts at Amherst, and uh, I went there via Zoom, before you judge. <laughs> yes, I went there via Zoom, and it was a beautiful invitation, and Dr. Marentes and his students were just so hospitable and welcoming, and they asked wonderful questions. They were interrogating my work and just asked wonderful questions that made me have to think and go back and reflect, and I'm so grateful for our time together. Um, I'm not big on, you know, doing things by Zoom, but now I'm learning that, hey, Get some new skills. Get some new skills, Sirena. You know, get it together and do what you got to do to reach people. And I'm more comfortable with the podcast. But um, now that I tried Zoom today, you know what? I could love that too. So if you want me to visit your class, just give me a holler because I can Zoom now. Thanks to Dr. Luis Marentes who gave me so much encouragement. So anyway, talking about those existential questions in the minds of children, which is something that came up during our conversation today, I started thinking about all those existential questions I asked as a child that always got me into trouble. I always asked the difficult questions, the annoying questions. I was that kind of kid, and guess what? I'm still that kind of adult. I, I ask the difficult questions. I try not to ask annoying ones, uh, you know, as best I can. But I do ask difficult ones and challenging questions, but I ask them of myself first. And one of the questions I used to ask was about the Last Supper. And this is Holy Week for many people, and people of different religions. And um, I used to be religious, and it was a beautiful time in my life. And being engaged in religious liturgy was quite beautiful, and, and I, did, I did love it. But it's not who I am anymore. And when I think about the big picture, it seems that the more I love God, the less I, I even like uh, organized religion. But I understand that for many people, it is a healing and beautiful, sacred thing. And it was in my life for a while as well. But I like to ask the hard questions. And this poem is um, based on an, an actual question that I asked when I was a child. So here it is. Thanks for listening. A Puerto Rican at the Last Supper 
Nailed above the toilet, a calendar from Garcia's Liquors. Jesus embraces a lamb. Sunday school teachers keep secrets. The shepherd breaks a lamb's new bones at the first sign of straying. Pray, little lamb, pray, and all will be well. Twelve white men hang above the sofa of our three-family, one-bedroom apartment, their weight heavy on the wall, balanced on the wrong-sized hook. A thirteenth man holds back his kiss until it's time, after flesh and just before wine. Pray, Nina, pray, and all will be well. No nappy heads on holiness. No bent backs, no swollen limbs, no tired eyes, no tattered edges, no ripped seams. The smooth hands of men who command but do not lift. No greasy dishes, no stained cups, no rice, no gandule, no patele, no flan. I thought a last supper should be worth remembering. Like betnil before they pull the switch. Or pork chops before they jab the needle or black Angus before they yank the rope, or Mofongo before the bullet marries muscle and bone, before you are pronounced dead even while living, before you are nailed to political intrigue, before the cross begins another war. Come on, at least tostones. Altar of sacrifice, table of justice, nothing spilled, nothing tasted. Manicured fingers elevate bread for the world. Entire nations starve. Hands cannot stay clean and reach across the chasms that separate coal from diamonds. Hands cannot elevate the people and the Holy Grail at once. Christmas Eve, a child cradles a single grain of rice in a curious hand. Mama, Mama, why is Jesus a baby tonight and Santa Claus a man? Why are there no Puerto Ricans at the Last Supper? A slap reaches the North Star and back again, crashing into the holy night. Dios te libre! You must never dishonor the Lord. It is dangerous. Very, very dangerous. Just pray, child. Just pray. And all will be well. The next poem is entitled A Good Friday Reflection, and this will give you some insight as to why I have distanced myself from religion. A Good Friday Reflection, it's uh, included in my collection, Shameless Woman, and also in the Upstreet Journal, Volume 1. We have grown comfortable with the power of holy water to douse our sins. We have grown comfortable with confession as a way out of accountability. We have grown comfortable at the sight of crucified flesh, above our beds, around our necks, on our walls, in our halls of learning and healing, clutched in our hands, hung in our temples, nailed to our words, our teaching. We have grown comfortable with war, crumbling schools, expanding prisons. We have grown comfortable with death row and dropout rates. The sight of torn flesh, the grinding of iron against raw nerves, pedophiles hiding behind ciboria. 
We have grown comfortable with censorship and AIDS, thorns pressed down hard into our imagination, our memory. The body of Christ is starving, distended with hunger and grief. The body of Christ is at war. The body of Christ is addicted. The body of Christ is silenced. The body of Christ is forgotten. The body of Christ is in lockup. The body of Christ is hounded at borders. The body of Christ breathes infected air. The body of Christ drinks polluted water. The body of Christ is left for dead on a dirty mattress. The body of Christ is kidnapped. The body of Christ is interrogated. The body of Christ is gassed, electrocuted, tortured. The body of Christ around our necks, above our beds, clutched in our hands with the fear of death. And on Friday, we abstain from fish. So, what can I say about that poem that it doesn't already say for itself? Anyway, I, I think it's important that in times that are challenging, we, we make time to reflect on those things that have influenced us. Religions influence us, government influences our families, you know. And how do we get to the essential self? The, the me who I really am, the you who you really are. How do we get there? I think that's the life's journey. And then if it brings us back to where we were before, then fine. But I think we need to take that step, that journey, to find out who we are once everything is stripped away from us. For me, that's what Good Friday, Easter, and the, these holidays are about. You know, it's the stripping away of all that is false, the inauthentic. When they take away your name your culture, your identity, your job, everything, and you're standing there completely naked in front of that which is greater than ourselves, then who are you? And I think that is the question I want to ask this Holy Week. Who am I when stripped of everything that I have accepted as my identity and what is the essence of my being. So as you can see, I'm still asking, I suppose, the annoying questions. <laughs> but I'm really glad that you were here with me. And I hope you'll take some time to, to reflect, to have joy for everything that you have in life, even as you have sorrow. If you can do it intentionally and maybe just take a moment to think about one thing that you are grateful for that makes you happy. I just feel that gives us a healing moment. But, you know, let's not be a saccharine about this. You know, it, this is a tough time and we're only human and we do our best and we're all doing the best we can. And I'm grateful to you. I'm grateful to the friends who inspire me to speak in this way. This is my essential self, and I am reminded of that essential self by the people I love and the people who love me. So be safe. Stay healthy. If you're not healthy, may your recovery be speedy and thorough. And give your love to someone as soon as you can. Take care. Be well. And thank you for joining me in Jazz Ready. You got to be ready for the Be Here Now so you can be here tomorrow. And I do hope to see you tomorrow.